whatever grandchild was holding her by the hand. But your pastor, his wife walked with me and Sarah through difficult situation when we laid my father-in-law to rest and without without having to even think about it when we got the news there was no doubt in my mind that I would be here today and would have been here sooner but we had a funeral at our church for a great lady on Friday so where duty calls, we, we had, to, had to be there. But when we drove into town yesterday and went by the bishop's house, sat there with the family and reminisced, I am fully persuaded now more than ever that you cannot make new old friends no matter how hard you try and I'm grateful for the Gilbert family and what they mean to my family and our church and every year when I've come here you know I've got a certain certain style a certain M.O., whatever you want to call it, might be slightly different today, and I hope you understand, but I do come here with a word, with a word from the Lord, because that's the only thing that's going to help give comfort and peace and solace during moments like this, and um, Typically, I just read a couple of verses and then we launch from there, but I do have three places that I'd like us to sojourn to today. Isaiah, Revelation, and also 1 Corinthians. Isaiah, Revelation, and also 1 Corinthians. And before I get started today, I do want to make a statement where being a pastor is concerned and I've I feel like I've been doing it long enough to to make this statement and you know my my heartbeat I've been pastoring since I was 23 years old and I just made 43 so I've been pastoring people for 20 years I think you would have been okay with Pastor and Sister Gilbert taking a few Sundays off like you have during moments of death and loss. You would have been okay with that. But I feel like you need to thank your God that you have a pastor and a bishop that even in their time of loss, they still want to lead you and show you 
how to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And I thank God for, for friends that are what they call it nowadays, ride or die. Yeah. And so with, with the Gilberts, we have, we have rode and we have, we have gone through death together. Isaiah chapter 53. And I tell you what I'm going to do today. Um, by faith, I want you to believe with me that Sister Gilbert wrote my sermon notes. And I'm just going to preach. I'm going to preach to you what she wrote. Will that be okay? Isaiah 53, verse number one, who hath believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Revelation 1.10, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I'm Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest write in a book, Send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one, like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like undefined brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I'm the first and the last. I'm he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. Thank you for bearing with me in my longevity of text. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. 
I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. When you look at the pictures that are painted of Jesus where Isaiah and John are concerned, it would seem as though they're writing about two completely different people. One has no beauty. The other has a countenance as the sun shineth in his strength. But to John, he says, I'm Alpha and Omega. The better translation there would be, I am Alpha through Omega. I'm everything from A to Z. The beginning and the end, the first and the last. And so if Kay Gilbert were here today, she would also equate Alpha with a beginning or a first. And Omega with an ending or a last. And she wouldn't tell you it's not how you start, it's how you finish. She would tell you it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. And so on this Sunday morning, everybody looks good at alpha. Everybody looks good when you get started. But can you get all the way to your omega? Being able to say, I'm still here. I've still got victory. I've still got the power. And I made it to my eternal reward. Can I come with a word today? Can I come with a strong word today? God, we love you so much and we thank you for your power. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for everything that you have done in our midst. I thank you for this wonderful church. I thank you for the friends and the family that is here today that have joined together to weep with them that weep. And I pray, God, that before we leave this hallowed house, that you will have spoken a clear and a certain sound. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor. And everybody in the house said, in Jesus' name. name. Say it again with me, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Good to see the Clarks here today. Again, you cannot make new old friends. And I appreciate your friendship with the Gilbert family as well and being here. And also, Uncle Dan, I love you, sir. Amen. Amen. It seems like it seems like nowadays everyone wants everyone wants the finish without without the start. Everybody wants the the peak without the climb. Everybody wants the victory without the battle, the the harvest without the planting. The wage without the work, the reward without the grind. And and, and I hear you today. Oh, if I could if I could pray like Nehemiah, if I could obey like Daniel, if I could lead like Moses, if I could build like Noah, if I could 
fight like David if I could serve like Martha, believe like Mary, teach like Paul, preach like Peter, and love like Jesus. The reality of everybody that I just mentioned is the fact that all of these were great finishers, but not all of them were great starters. You see, ladies and gentlemen, your birth was out of your control, but your life is in your control. David said, in sin did my mother conceive me. He said, I was formed in sin and I was shaped in iniquity. And if anybody could testify to us today, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's, it's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. That's when David could make statements like this, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Get me to the place where I can set my affections on things that are above and not on things that are in the earth. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I've come here to encourage somebody today that it's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. You might have been born into anything but a primrose path. You might have lived a literal hell on earth. But as long as I can trust in the unchanging hand of the almighty God, then I've got a feeling that while I'm in my alpha, on the way to my omega, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I shall be the head and not the tail. I shall be above and not beneath. I shall be the victor and not the victim. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God I'm looking out at a congregation right now you are wrapped up in confusion you don't understand the rhyme or the reason as to why you're dealing with what you're dealing with right now but if there could be a resurrection of a holy ghost apostolic faith in this house you ought to hear the word of God today I am not at my alpha I have not reached my omega but I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that no weapon that is formed against me shall ever prosper and even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I've got a God that promised me I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I've got you by the hand and we're going to make it. It's not, 
It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. Because sooner or later, if you live life long enough, you understand that after the alpha, there's a beta and a gamma and a delta and an epsilon and a zeta, a theta, an iota. Sooner or later, you get to kappa, then lambda, and finally, you'll reach that omega. But on my way from first to last, on my way from start to finish, I've got to understand that if anybody knows the way that I take, it is the Lord Jesus Christ. When he was an alpha, nobody wanted him. When he was an alpha, he was wounded. He was bruised. He was chastised. And he was striped. But my God at his own. Omega, he had eyes like a flame of fire. You might have to deal with resurrection after you've been crucified, but Jesus is preaching today. It's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. It's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. You might not be where you want to be. You, you might not even be where you ought to be. But you better lift your hands to glory and say, thank God I'm not what I used to be. I used to be a drunkard. I used to be a liar. I used to be a cheater. I used to be an adulterer. I used to be an alcoholic. But if I read this book, I've got to hear it again. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. I've got a God that's telling me you're going to make it. You cannot stop. You cannot quit. You cannot throw in the towel. If Kay Gilbert was in this house, she would tell you it ain't how you alpha. It's how you omega. If you want to fight a good fight, finish your course and keep the faith, you cannot quit. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. Wherefore seeing, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. You know what those witnesses are? That's the church of the living God. And they are preaching for you to run with patience. The race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradictions of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. He is author and he is finisher. Jesus would never write you as a quitter. Jesus would never write you as somebody that waves the white flag 
bag and says, I give up because of something people said, because of something people did, because of something people disappointed me with. No, no, no. If Jesus is author and Jesus is finisher, then you better not ever quit. You better make up in your mind, come hell or high water, I started Alpha and I shall Omega. I started out in victory and I'm going to end with the power of the Holy Ghost. It's not, it's not how you Alpha, it's how you Omega. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek because it's not how you alpha it's how you omega he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives the opening of the prison to them that are bound because it's not how you alpha it's how you omega to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our god to comfort all that all that mourn to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. Watch this. To give them beauty for ashes. They started with ashes. But now they got beauty because it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. The oil of joy for mourning. They started mourning. But now they have been covered by the oil of the Holy Ghost. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. And they started out with a spirit of heaviness. But now they have been dawned with a garment of praise. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. You might have walked into this building depressed. But it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. You might have walked in here dealing with some raindrops. But hear me loud and clear. Raindrops don't bother somebody that's been through the storm and has been brought out by his mighty hand and his outstretched arm. I want you to know you have been to hell and back, but you're still here. You have been with the devil's grasp on you, but you're still here. You have been to hell and high water, but my God have mercy, you, true church, are still it's not it's not how you alpha it's how you omega he started out as Abram but when he got in covenant he ended as Abraham she started as Sarai but she ended as Sarah because it's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. You know what God did to Abraham and Sarah? He gave them an H. The H is the fifth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. And it makes that ha sound. And God looks at Abraham and God looks at Sarah and said, I'm going to change the fifth letter in your name. And I'm going to put my breath upon you. And when I do, you are going to recognize it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. 
You see, there could be no Jacob lest there be an Isaac. There could be no Isaac lest there be an Abraham that staggered not at the promise of God but was faithful. Could I preach on this Sunday morning? In your alpha, through your omega, you've got to say, I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Been young and now I'm old. It's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. It's not how, it's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. He started out as Daniel, but God changed his name after an encounter with an evil, twisted, sadistic king to Belteshazzar they came into this situation as Hananiah Mishael and Azariah but when they came out he didn't say the God of Hananiah Mishael and Azariah he said the fourth man in the fire showed up for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Baby, it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. I want to give somebody some hope today that troubles won't last always. But even in your trouble, I've got a word from Jesus that said in the end, you're going to be better, stronger, more powerful and you're gonna have a testimony to everybody that watched you it's not how you alpha my god it's how you omega it's not it's not how you alpha it's how you omega it's not how you start it's how you finish now i read that bible and sometimes there's things that aren't in there that i would love to know but sometimes there's parts of your testimony that ain't none of nobody's business but you and God's. Uh-huh. So we, we love Moses. I, I love Moses. And your Bible said that when Jochebed and Amram welcomed this baby boy, they hid him for three months. And the Pharaoh's daughter is who named him Moses. Because she said, I drew him out of the water. To which I wonder, what was his name for three months before it was Moses? I'm sure y'all have all thought of that just like I have. I'm sure every single person in here, you wondered that same thing. You saying, you know there's a Bible verse in there, but there's not. I don't know what his original name was, but I know when the Pharaoh's daughter pulled him out of the water, she said, I'm going to call him Moses. And from that day forth, his old name was forgotten, but deliverance was in the water. My God, I feel like preaching to somebody right now. And not only was deliverance in the water, deliverance was in a basket. And so on this Sunday morning, if you came to True Church without an identity and you were an absolute basket case, I've got a word for you. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. I came 
time after being sailed down the river, but it turned out I'm going to be the deliverer for the children of Israel. I'm going to go into the Pharaoh's court and say, let my people go. I had a mom reminding me, you are not an Egyptian. You are a Hebrew. You better make up your mind today. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. It's not, it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. Esther 2, 7. Watch this. And he brought up Hadassah. That is Esther, his uncle's daughter. For she had neither father nor mother. And the maid was fair and beautiful. Whom Mordecai, when her father and mother were dead, took for his own daughter. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. You might not have any family in the church. But it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. Hadassah, translated in Hebrew, means tree. Esther, translated in Hebrew, means star. So you've got to make up your mind in your alpha, you were connected to the earth. But in your omega, you're connected to the sky. I need somebody in here to realize on this Sunday morning from the cross to the grave and from the grave to the sky Lord I lift your name on high I need somebody in here to realize it don't matter how you got started what matters is how are you going to finish it's not to the swiftest it's not to the fastest it's to the one that said I am going to endure until the end I'm gonna make up my mind it doesn't matter who comes or goes I'm staying in the church it doesn't matter what's said or not said I'm staying in the church it doesn't matter I'm alpha and omega I'm not content with being Hadassah attached to this earth I want to be an Esther that's attached to the heavens. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. I wonder if that could be the theme song for Truth Church on this Sunday morning. I wonder if there could be somebody that said when I was born, my name was Jacob. That supplanting heel grabber, that troublemaker, that through deception and concealment gets a blessing in his earthly life that was done through the ranks of counterfeit. That's why when the angelic theophany cried, let me go for the day breaketh, he said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. That's why on this Sunday morning, it doesn't matter how you started. What matters is, can you hang on until he bled? Abraham, 
Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. It's not the way your beginning was. It's the fact that you can proclaim like Jacob. My name is now Israel. I don't walk like I used to walk. I have been touched in my thigh by the presence of the almighty God. I'll never talk the same. I'll never walk the same. I'll never be the same. I need somebody at True Church to hear your former pastor's wife that we will later rest tomorrow. Do not give up. Do not quit. Do not throw in the towel. She was with you in your alpha and she's walking even from her omega to let you know fight the good fight of faith lay hold on things that are eternal and so now 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 Jacob Jacob sees this this ladder that is set up in the heavens and he understands It's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. And the Bible said in Genesis 28, he he, he lighted on a place to sleep. Now, now you can check me on this, but the, the place that Abraham offered Isaac was a certain place. Jacob's ladder was a certain place. Ornan's threshing floor was a certain place. Zion was a certain place. The temple mount in Jerusalem was a certain place. But even in a certain place, hear me folks, they were all the same place. Here's why you can't quit. The Bible said that when when the sun was set and, and Jacob took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows. I submit to you that the place he got those stones was the same place that his grandfather offered his father for a sacrifice. Could I tell you on this Sunday morning, the reason you have this church today is because a David and a Kay Gilbert said there is a generation that's going to need some stones one day. And when they lay their head down at night and they pray that lay it down to sleep prayer they need to know that at 9 30 every Sunday morning I'm still gonna have a place I can come and worship Jesus in spirit and in truth at the time of the Abrahamic sacrifice he had no idea that that was where the temple mount would be he said it's not how you alpha it's how you omega it's not how you start it's how you finish it's not not how you begin it's how are we gonna end up now now the Bible said the Bible said that he sees a ladder he sees a ladder that goes from the earth into the heavens 
And the Bible said there were angels. Watch the verbiage. They were ascending and descending. Angel. He said, I saw angels that were ascending and descending. I saw angels going up this ladder. And then I saw them coming back down this ladder. And if you could go a little further in the book of Revelation where I took my text. God tells John the Revelator to the angel of the church at Ephesus. The angel of the church at Pergamos and Philadelphia and Laodicea and Sardis and Thyatira. All of these seven churches. He said, I want you to write to the angel, to the pastor, to the herald, to the messenger. So could it be that when, when Jacob sees that ladder that goes from the earth to the heavens, He's seeing that New Testament church of God-called angels, God-called pastors that in a prayer closet know how to go up into the throne room of God and get a word and bring it back down because when he woke up, he said, this is the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. I want you to hear me loud and clear. You better thank God you've got a pastor that is bent on biblical preaching. He's not interested in www.sermon.com. He's interested in going into the throne room, getting a word, and bringing it down. And today that word is, it's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. I know right now there's a Joseph in here. There, there absolutely is a Joseph in here that was born, that, that was born, and he, he, he had all of these brothers, all of these kinfolk that, that were jealous because of the word and the dream that he shared with them. So they throw him in a pit. He finally ends up in the house of Potiphar going into prison. But then finally one day there's a knock on the door. Can you feed us? Sure I can. I told you I had a dream. I told you God was speaking to me. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. I wonder if there's a Job in the building that you've been going through hell and high water not because you've done something wrong but because you've done something right. I wonder if there is somebody that can watch me preach this today. I still remember the moment. I still remember the day that I got the call. My God, Trev, she's got cancer. And all throughout the journey, we watched the chemotherapy. We watched the hospital stays. We watched and we watched. And we showed up and we showed up again. I would FaceTime Ginger and I would see 
I would see just that, that, that bald head that chemotherapy had taken, that precious, long, uncut Pentecostal hair. And I said, sis, it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. You're going to make it through this. So this is not something that true church is just going in theory on. You have been through this. And right now you've got a God that is preaching to you through the mouth of your bishop's wife. It's not how you alpha. It's how can you omega. It's not, it's not how you alpha, it's how you omega. Now, let, 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 me, let me preach it to you like this. That, that verse in Hebrews that said, Wherefore seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. That ain't talking about dead people. You can't see dead people. It's a cloud of witnesses that I'm surrounded by right now. And right now, Bishop... I know your eyesight ain't what it used to be. But let me just go ahead and be your eyes for you. You are surrounded with a cloud of witnesses in this building today. And this man has been. This man has been your pastor. This man has been your prophet. This man has been your angel. This man has been your pastor. And you are a witness to him today because of what you preached. We're still here because of how you loved. We're still here because you were steadfast, unmovable. You've got a church that's still here. You got a church. You got a church that's still here. You've got a church that's still here. I I don't have anybody on this planet that I'm closer to than this man right here. When I'm telling you we are attached at the hip, I would be making an understatement. But right now, today, you know what your pastor needs? He needs a church that's going to call his name in the midnight hour. Come here, Jim. Come here. He needs a church that says through all of this, through every bit of this, I need you. I need you to pray for me. I need you to pray for me. And I know that Carisha and Jason, that they pastor their own church right now. They also need you to hold them up in prayer. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. And on this Sunday morning, me and this family, we've walked through junk like this before. We've been through trials and tests. But we got to keep going. We got to keep preaching. We got to keep living. We got to keep working. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. Would you stand to your feet all over this house? And would you lift your hands right here? and feel the heartbeat of a man and woman of God. It's not how I alpha. It's how I omega. It's, it's not. It's not. 
It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. You know, when you first start living for God, young remain standing. When you first start living for God, it's exciting. I, I, I was the first one in my family to ever receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I dealt with all the junk of my, my parents thinking I had lost my mind. I was a fanatic. I was, I, I was crazy. I, I, I dealt with all of that. I dealt with every bit of it. But there was still something burning on the inside. Yes. My alpha looked good. Beta, not so much. Gamma, even worse. But then Delta, it turned around. I got to watch my mom and my dad receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And they're in church in Bossier City, Louisiana, right now. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Jesus started out being beaten to a bloody pulp. But when he said it is finished. It didn't mean I am finished. That means this junk that you put me through to get me to my omega. It is finished. And so right now why? How come? What for? I didn't come here to answer those questions because I can't. But I do trust in the Lord with all of my heart. And I don't lean to my own understanding. But in all of my ways, I acknowledge him. And he shall direct my path. And so right now with, with this family, you know what he needs? You know what, what Carisha and Jason need, all the grandkids? You know what they all need right now? You know, you know what Bishop needs? They just need to know, Pastor, you helped me in my alpha. Pastor, you've walked with me through the beta, the gamma, the delta. You, you, you've been there with me. So I'm going to be there with you. When I was in a trial, when I messed up, you still stood strong with me. And you let me know it's not how you start. It's how you finish. It don't matter what the beginning looks like. It, it don't even matter what, what the middle looks like. As long as at the end, I didn't bury my talents so that I can hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Can we lift our hands all over this house? Lift your hands all over this building. True church, from your inception, Nearly a hundred years ago, there's been a lot of water under the bridge. There's been a lot of jobs that could have cursed God and died. There's been a lot of Josephs thrown into the pit. 
There's been a lot of Esthers that have been had to be raised by an uncle. There's been a lot of Abrahams that thought you were too old. There's been a lot of Simon Peters that have denied the Lord before the sun would even come up. There's been a lot of Pauls that used to be Christian killing souls, but it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. There's been a lot of marks that have forsaken. But they always come back. There's been a lot of sheep leave the fold. There's been a lot of coins lost in the house. There's been a lot of sons go to the pig pit. But the sheep comes back in the fold. The coin is found in the house. And that lost son returns to a robe, shoes, and a ring because it's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. And when we reminisce, when we go down memory lane for Kay Gilbert, she would preach it loud and clear. I got my Omega because when I started at Alpha, it was never in the cards to give up. So I want this altar to open up right now with people that'll be transparently honest that would say, I'm not giving up. I will not quit. Even though we go through the valley of the shadow of death on this Sunday morning, even though there's sadness, even though there's travail, even though I'm weeping, I'm still not going to give up. I'm still going to listen to the voice of my late bishop's wife. It's not how I alpha. My God, it's how I omega. Lift your hands as you come. Lift your hands as you come. It's not how you alpha. It's how you omega. Even in this trial. Even in this test. Even in this storm. I'm going to 